This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast by Hunter Beal. How's it going? I am so happy to be back with another podcast episode. Today is an interview or just a talking with my favorite teacher, Crystal Geyer. Today we're going to be talking about leadership and I'm going to be asking Crystal many questions that she's going to answer. Crystal has a lot of people that she knows. She has a huge network and this is a great opportunity for you and I to grow as a leader and listen in on what she has to say. All right, so I'm now with Crystal. We're gonna go over some of the questions. It's a little bit like an interview. And the first question, wait, before we even get started, Crystal, give a background on yourself. I would love to. Thanks so much, Hunter, for having me on. Um, This is my podcast debut, so I hope I don't mess it up. My name is Crystal Geyer. I'm the Assistant Director of the Entrepreneurship Center at Ball State. I have been teaching entrepreneurship for the better part of 10 years. Um, I had a really windy path to get here. I never imagined that I would be teaching business, but now that I'm here, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Sweet. Thanks for the little background. So we're going to start right off into the first question. What are some common characteristics and skills you see in leaders? That's a great question. Um, Some of the characteristics, so I don't think that somebody is just born a leader. I think that you can become a leader. I think that by educating yourself and constantly be working on your weaknesses, you can get to be a leader. Um, So we don't want to think about it as a characteristic or a trait or something that you're born with. But I do think that most leaders have an underlying desire to succeed. They are not satisfied with the status quo. They recognize that things can always be improved. Um, In terms of skills, I think it's just hustle. They're willing to fall down and get back up. They're willing to make mistakes. They look at them as learning opportunities instead of, oh my gosh, I'll never amount to anything. Um, And really there is some element of charisma, making sure that people are are interested in what you have to say, um, that they're willing to follow you, and that you're kind of setting a good example for everyone else. None of the less amazing answer, as always. The next question, what is the most dangerous, good, dangerously good traits you see in successful leaders? Overdoing it. Overdoing it. Overdoing it. 100%. Um, I think leaders a lot of times think that you know, they have to take it all on themselves. They have to do everything themselves. They can't reach out for help. They can't seem like they have any kind of weaknesses um, or that they can't handle what life is throwing at them. And so I think constant, a lot of leaders I see just take on too many things. And you can either be really, really good at one thing, or you can be a little bit good at 10 things. You can't put 100% of yourself into everything that you're doing. And so I would make sure that leaders know delegation is a huge part of leadership. You cannot do it. Life is a team sport, my friends. You can't do everything by yourself. Reach out for help when you know you need it. Um, And use delegation and taking, you know, offloading some of your responsibilities on other people in a respectful way, not you have to do my grunt work. Um, But use that as an opportunity to let other people grow as a leader. If you're taking all of the opportunities to yourself, you're not allowing any of your colleagues or your friends to gain those um, opportunities and that experience as well. Love that. And I've had that problem. Crystal's helped me with that. I've had to delegate some things. I try to do everything myself and make everything perfect. But delegating, definitely agree with that. Next question, as being a teacher, how do you keep people motivated? This is impossible. 
Um, this is something that I have really struggled with the entire time that I've been in higher education. Um, if you've ever seen Dead Poets Society, I want to be the Robin Williams of entrepreneurship. I want people to fall in love with it the way that I have, and I want, I, I want everyone to be into it. And so for a long time, that was kind of my goal. And I really got down if I noticed somebody wasn't paying attention or somebody wasn't thriving or they weren't trying hard enough. But at the end of the day, I had to really come to reconcile with, that's not on me. My job as an educator is to give everyone the, t the tools and the keys that they need to be successful, but what they do with that is entirely up to them. Um, I can't make everybody be motivated. I have to make sure that I'm paying attention to the ones that really are in it, that are really interested. And so you can look at, knowing that I teach entrepreneurship, a lot of people say, well, I want to serve everyone or I want to solve all of the problems. But if you are looking at preventing suicide and you can prevent one suicide, you can't say that, well, because I didn't save everyone, I'm a failure. And so that's kind of how I try to look at motivation. I need to show up every single day for the people who want to be there. And if they don't want to be there and they don't care, they're not invested, I'm never going to, to reach them. And I just have to, you can either show up for the people who want to be there or you can focus on the people who don't want to be there that you're never going to, to reach. Yes, absolutely. Love that answer. Um, well, I'm going to love all your answers no matter <laughs> what. But uh, love how you said that. It just really resonates with me. Like, you can only do so much for the people that are actually going to show up and care. They're going to be the ones that succeed more than the people that you're trying to motivate that don't really even care in the first place. So definitely agree with that. Next question, how do you continue to grow and develop as a leader yourself? This is actually something that I've been struggling with lately. Um, it's really easy, and you can look at this no matter where you are in life, it's really easy to get into our comfort zones, to have been in a job for a long time, to know that you're good at it, or to just fall into the same routine. And that really leads to complacency. And so you know, when I'm asked to speak on leadership, it makes me think, well, maybe I have everything figured out. Um, obviously, that's not the truth. And so to continuously develop, it's really about being open to getting feedback, um, to recognizing the areas that maybe you're a little bit weak on, the ways that you can improve. But beyond that, it's also being in tune with just the trends and who are the people that you're serving. My students from year to year are constantly evolving and I need to come up with new ways to reach them. The way that worked when I started teaching no longer is effective. My examples fall short. Um, my students are motivated in different ways. And so it's being aware of your surroundings, being aware of your inherent characteristics or um, the things that you know that you could use to improve. It's also looking at others. Um, there are constantly going to be new people in the spotlight. What are other people doing in, in the leadership space? How can I emulate that? What is something that maybe an athlete is doing that I could use in some of my classes? So it's, it's again, it's a team sport. It's not just me. It's looking at your surroundings, looking at your environment, um, and being open to getting that sometimes difficult feedback. Yep, I've definitely learned adaptability from Crystal a lot. Um, just adapting over time and always looking for ways to grow and develop better yourself and other people. Next question, how do you generate good ideas as a leader? And the, you could maybe give an example, whatever it may be, and tailor this question to however you'd like. So this is going to be um, maybe a little bit surprising, maybe a little off-putting, 
But I think one of the best ways to look at how to generate good ideas is to look at the, the competition, to look at other people. I tell my students in entrepreneurship this all the time, learn from other people's mistakes. Don't go out and continue to do things that you know aren't going to work. And so if I'm given a new project or a new um, challenge or opportunity at work, I might go to look at what some of our sister institutions are doing. What are some comparable um, programs? What are they doing? What's worked? What hasn't worked? As Hunter mentioned, I do, I have a wonderful network. I will reach out to them and I'll say, have you ever come up with this? Have you ever faced this challenge? Um, I think also in terms of generating good ideas, it's, you have to look beyond yourself. So it's not all about you, but it's how can I benefit other people? What, and this goes with, this is a bonus entrepreneurship tip. It is never about you. It's never about what you think. If I think I have a good idea, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean my constituents or my boss or my students are going to think that that's a good idea. And so really it all goes back to customer validation, bouncing off ideas, testing things, trying small experiments instead of saying, okay, I know the single one way to solve this problem. So I'm going to throw in all of my time and resources into this one solution without ever going and talking to the people that this might affect. And so if you are chasing entrepreneurship, you might have an idea. And a lot of people think that that's how entrepreneurship starts is you just have the spark of a wonderful idea, but really it's about going out and finding out what are your customers challenges? What are their pain points and kind of reverse engineering and generating your ideas based on that, not based on what you think, but what, what your customers are telling you they need. Always a good answer. We'll um, move on to the next question. What are the most important decisions you can make as a leader? I think the, by definition, being a leader means that you have followers. And so I think the most important decisions that you can ever make are how will this affect other people? It's not about how will this make me look good or how will this make me advance or will this get me a raise, but it's, will this help other people? Will this provide opportunities? Um, does this solve a need in the market? Does this address the challenge or opportunity that I'm facing? And I think really we've all come across difficult situations and we've all gotten into ruts. And if you're only relying on how you feel to get out of those ruts, you're not going to be as successful as if you have somebody else, some underlying purpose or group of people that you're working to serve that's going to be much more motivating than saying, okay, I know I need to get to this next step. Instead, look at it as these people need me to solve this problem or these people need me to address this issue. And by being people focused instead of me focused, you're more likely to stay motivated. You're more likely to achieve success. You're more likely to practice grit and perseverance. Um, so I think always keeping in mind the other people, someone else other than you. One of the biggest reasons why I started this podcast to help others and learn myself and help others learn through my path and journey and their path and journey. We'll uh, move on to the last and final question. What are a couple books or podcasts that you could rep recommend about leadership or maybe just even a book that you think is really good for people to read? Great question. I love books. I um, was an English major, so I have a little bit of a problem with books. In terms of leadership, I think the best thing you can do for yourself is to go out immediately and read um, Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. He's also the author of The Four-Day Workweek. He, um, he's reached out to hundreds of people and asked them for their best advice. How do you stay motivated? How do you um, unwind? How do you balance work-life work -life balance? And he's compiled all of those, these hundreds and hundreds of interviews, and it's like having access to 
100 of the most influential people that have ever walked the face of the earth. Um, and so it's really interesting to go through and see if you're an athlete, you might read these sections. If you're into tech, you might read these sections. Or you might read all of them like I did and start to look for different threads. A lot of people talk about meditation. A lot of people talk about the importance of unplugging um, and looking to see, you know, if it if it works for those people, it may or may not work for you. Um, but it's certainly worth a try. The book that I finished this past weekend, actually, I'm almost embarrassed that I've been teaching Grit for two years. And I just recently read the actual book, Grit. 110% um, recommend that. All about what are the innate characteristics that you have that make you um, willing to get back up when things get really difficult. I'm going to have to definitely check those books out and it's going to make a little bit of a dent in my bank account, but I love investing into knowledge. That's one of the biggest investments one can make, I believe. Talked about meditation, just did it this morning. That's something that I will preach the day I die. It really helps align yourself and start the day off right. Just want to thank Crystal Geyer for joining this and giving the time of day for this interview. She's very busy and is helping other people becoming successful business people and bettering their lives. Hopefully. <laughs> you are, you truly are. And she shaped who I am today and I'm very thankful for her. So again, thank you, Crystal, for being on this podcast. I'm sure this is gonna help a lot of people and it means a lot that you took the time today to do this podcast episode with me. Episode, <laughs> absolutely. All right, with that being said, Cue the outro. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Seek knowledge.